1: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Have you guys tried 21 Seeds? It's amazing, award-winning, infused tequila, okay? 21 Seeds is a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. It's smooth, it's not sweet, it smells fresh and bright, and tastes incredible. I'm like either white wine or tequila blanco, kind of a girly, but I'm not downing pure shots of tequila blanco. I usually need some sort of a chaser, but I don't like it to be too sugary and literally 21 seeds and they're infused tequila. It just made all my dreams come true, solved all my problems. They also make the most delicious and easy margaritas and cocktails so you can Focus on the fun instead of trying to be, you know, a bartender or a mixologist and make your own cocktails. So check out 21 Seeds if you want to try an amazing, one-of-a-kind infused tequila. I also really love the 21 Seeds is a female-founded company. Love to hear about a female-founded company. It's by two sisters and one friend, and they're also super committed to celebrating the LGBTQ community. The founder, Cad hanta said that she created the brand with the intention of providing a fun and inviting space that is inclusive. So super inclusive. We love to freaking hear that. So try 21 Seeds infused tequila. For easy and delicious cocktails, visit 21seeds.com to find 21 Seeds near you. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. I'm so excited that Lily Singh is here today on my pod. Lily Singh is so excited to be here on your pod. I'm so excited that you're so excited because I wasn't sure you were going to be excited. Well, that makes me more excited if you're
0: excited. That I'm excited. That you're excited.
1: Let's let's just break down what day we're in because God knows when this is going to come out. <laughs> okay. I mean, we both know what that. Okay. It was the Met Gala yesterday, mm-hmm. and I just told Lily that I was so po- you know when you have a hunter you're like I know it's going to be there. I thought you were going to be there. Really? Yeah.
0: Well, thank you for thinking I'm fabulous. That fabulous. I appreciate that.
1: How fabulous are you? That like reading about you is a fucking. (laughs) Oh, you probably had to prep and read about me. I'm sorry. No, there's like a lot of. There is a lot. You are doing so much. And then I found out that you're exactly my age, and I feel really terrible about myself. Why? Because you were both 34. Okay. First of all, your skin is way better than mine. No, it really is glowing right now. Yours is too. Okay. Get and ready for oranges. this podcast. Get because. ready. <laughs> get ready. I was bummed you weren't a Gemini. I'm not an astrology oh, Okay. Person. Never mind. We're not alike. <laughs> if you're going that route, we're not alike. Okay. I was going to say in a good way. I'm not an astrology person. Okay. Neither are you. I can you tell talk by about your reaction. Like you're being in retrograde, I'm going to have to get up and leave. I don't know what that means. I okay. do like to use an excuse. Okay. You know what? I respect that though. Okay. I, I respect that because I do the same. Okay. Yeah. But I was like, oh my God, she's 34, 88. Okay And I was like, if you're a Gemini, that's like, whoa. And then you weren't. Yeah. You're now. What are you in Aries? I'm a Libra. Libra. Yeah. What does that mean? You tell me. I don't know. You never looked it (laughs) up. Great chat.
0: (laughs) We're supposed to be balanced. Apparently it's a whole scale. Balance. I'm the least balanced person. I literally have been writing a script for the last five days. Every waking moment. There's been no balance. So I have balance in seasons. But I think Libras are supposed to be balanced. But that is that is false.
1: So did that make you not believe in astrology? The fact that yours feels off?
0: I don't even know. I think I, think I, got, I don't I think believe. I just therapist. It's not yeah. that I don't believe in astrology. It's just that I have too many things in my brain already. Yeah. And I can't be the person that goes, how old are you?
1: And then knows what your sign is. It doesn't then... excite you that we're the same age.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm so excited. We're the same age. Okay, good. Me too. Okay. First of <laughs> all, you're a comedian. You're a YouTuber. You're an activist. You're an actress. You're a host. I mean... You're, you have your own production company. You You're are, your best friend. So many things. So many things. Yeah. You do so much. And again, that goes back to the age where I like, felt bad about myself. But you do so fucking much. So I want to start from the beginning. Okay. First of all, we're talking about the Met. You said you were there in 2018. Yep. What was that like? Camp. It was, listen, huge honor to be invited to the Met. What is the invite like? It's actually framed and on my wall. On of my office.
0: Yeah, the invite is like this beautiful, I mean, they spend money on the card stock. We're talking like nice card stock here. We're not talking about it's like a nice. Wow. So it's not like your agent tells you it's like no, an no, no, you get something in the mail, physically wow. in the mail. And it's like a little bro packet that says from the hosts. And it's
1: like a whole like little booklet situation. It's cute. Wow. So yeah. you've been around like you're not. I'm a hoe. Yeah. 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 You've been around town. No, like use that sound. You're like. not. You're <laughs> That's how she thinks, you guys. She's like, "What cameras are here?" No, not in a bad way, and in a good way. But you know, you're fucking shit. What I mean is, you've been around. You probably see like TikTok mm-hmm. people come come about every day yeah, that yeah. are like followers up the wazoo. Totally. You're since what 2000 2010. So a hundred years ago. A hundred years yeah. ago. When you started on YouTube, like who was doing YouTube at that time? So
0: there were people doing YouTube at the time that inspired me a lot. There was Grace Helbig. There was Mamie Hart. There was Hannah Hart. There was Jenna Marbles, Ryan Higa. There was a bunch of people in my community. There was also like some dope South Asians. There was Just Rain. But, so those people were OGs for me. I think the time I started was very interesting because in 2010 when I started, you couldn't automatically monetize everything. So it wasn't common sense like it is now that you could make money off YouTube, you know? I vividly remember I had to, like, submit my videos to get monetized and, like, some would be accepted and some wouldn't be
1: accepted. So times were really super different in 2010 when I started. Wait, you were—2010 is when I graduated. When we graduated. Well, oh, you graduated too. oh right. You want—you you did do college, just not not the—not get your master's like your parents wanted. I— have a degree
0: in psychology a university degree i do not have a master's correct?
1: gotcha yeah. where'd you do a college in canada i went to university in canada university you know my dream was to go to mcgill
0: oh that's random
1: i know that's so that's random. Why i told you it
0: mcgill is like a part kind of a party school as
1: well. really? really no i want it i don't know it was like my you know when something doesn't make sense but yeah. it's just like it i didn't get accepted my whole though. life yeah you know when something doesn't make sense I'm like mm-hmm so mm-hmm. I just I was like Miguel you know the way people like that envision that is so and, random no one has ever told me that their dream was to go to Miguel but I mean I'm shout telling out to Miguel I'm I guess, random weird flex, but I'm okay. random and I weirdly like Canadians too I'm it's like not Canadian weird, but Canadians
0: are amazing that's not weird that's just that's as yeah Canadians are yeah. amazing yeah. and
1: they're always so nice and I just feel whenever it's like a Canadian brand that I work with I'm mm-hmm. like and they're Canadian as totally. if like that should totally. because when I first moved to LA actually people made fun of me for being Canadian a lot I would be like
0: the you know the butt of the joke and then very quickly that changed to people lining up to marry me to get Canadians. but You don't
1: do. You, how do you say about? Lord help me. I say about. You. It's I said irregular.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: It's not the Canadian so way. I
0: don't know a single Canadian that says a boot. It probably exists somewhere in some province. Yeah. But like not. It's it's very. I will say every yeah. once in a while on set, someone does stop me and go, "We need to do a pickup," and I'll say why, in the like. You said sorry like a Canadian. So I might say... How do Canadians
1: say I think sorry?
0: I'm, see, I'm saying sorry, but I think every once in a while I might live up to the stereotype and I might be saying sorry. I kind of...
1: I mean, is that a bad stereotype to be like kind and apologize I all know. the time? It's, assume me. My God. I kind of like it. Thanks. Apologize to me. He, in New York, it's like, excuse yeah. you. Yeah. You know? Totally. Do you like New York?
0: Uh, you know, you seem like an honest person. I mean, yeah. I freaking hate New York <gasps> so much. Okay, <laughs> And it's because... New York hates me. New York has Should made it abundantly happens? clear that she hates me. Why? Why? What happens everything, when you're Everything. From the moment I land in New York, New York starts New Yorking. From the moment I land here, the car pickup's going to go wrong. The Uber driver's going to yell at me. The traffic's going to be insane. Someone's going to say something racist to me. Just today, my publicist was like, a car was picking me up and there's a giant puddle in the middle of the car. And she's like, literally, I've never experienced this in New York. I'm like, it's because I'm here. <laughs> it's because I am here. I brought it. And you know I, what I bring I to
1: LA? The rain. Oh, so you've been there recently? Well, no. Recently? Well, I know recently I wasn't there for the okay. last thing. I didn't bring it. But whenever I'm in L.A., it rains and everyone's like, it never rains. I was yeah. like, that's so funny because. Here's the thing
0: about global warming. I think everyone keeps saying it never does anything. But we need to like look back and be like, oh, actually, maybe this has been happening for the past
1: two years. Maybe it has been. Are right you kidding in- me? It's like summer yeah. here
0: right so, now. so, So
1: New York, she doesn't. I don't think she likes me. She's okay. Not, there's always like, mishaps. I feel like you're living a lie because you give New York. Okay. Wait, you're <laughs> vomiting at wait, New York? wait. Well, that's I a compliment. Get, Do you want to give? Whoa, wait. Do you want to give LA? No,
0: I'll okay. tell you, I give Toronto. Okay, okay, I okay. Give, I'm okay, okay, okay. Here's the thing okay. New York, let me tell you something. The other day, not the other day, last time I was here for a meeting, this is what happened. I'm going to walk you through this step by step. I finished a lunch. I walked outside onto the sidewalk to wait for my Uber, minding my own business. Someone walks (laughs) past me and goes, get out of my way. I'm already late. (laughs) And like literally shoves me onto the street. Wow. Just a normal. And no one batted an eye at
1: her. Everyone's like, yeah, as you should. I was like, well, I was abused. No one cared. And that that doesn't happen in Toronto or in in L.A. People are nice. I think so. Yeah. They damage you in different ways. Yeah. yeah. New York is just
0: very overt. They're like, this is exactly how I'm going to abuse you. Just like this. L.A. is more like we're going to make you so insecure. We're going to have a meeting, all of us. We're going to have a meeting right now. We're going to discuss how to exclude you. You won't know. You won't feel it. But in a while, you're going to realize that you're going to be excluded and you're going to have some deep-rooted trauma. That's a different angle. You know, so it's just... So what was moving from Canada to LA like? When did you move? Okay, so right up. I moved in 2015. And my biggest problem when I moved was I didn't have any American identification because I had my passport. So anytime I would go to the grocery store, to buy liquor they wouldn't take any of my canadian licenses i was like this is your guy's biggest problem (laughs) that you don't want to give me a bottle of wine at the grocery store so i just felt like i was i was it's as if i moved from across the world honestly in terms of identification
1: in terms of like just all the people did you feel like in your mind like it wasn't a big big deal
0: in my mind it felt like it wasn't a big deal but i had a rude awakening when i landed in la i didn't really know anyone i was by myself all my family's in toronto it was super scary, and it was a bit of a culture shock. Toronto was very diverse, yeah, and LA's like trying to be diverse. It's like
1: getting there a little bit, but it's like, did you know? Did you already have like representation, shit like that? I did, but I didn't have many like friends. So I had to make friends. Friends,
0: yeah, that's been a struggle ever since I moved here. Now I can genuinely say I have some friends. But yeah, in my adult life living in LA in such a city where people are so hyper focused on their goals, it's hard to make friends to make friends. And what about friends from college? Friends from university, I have. But it's like not. But they, live in, they live in Toronto. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. So like, I still talk to them. I still love them. But it's not the day to day. Like we don't know what's going on in yeah.
1: their lives. It's all about base. About base. No trouble. Of course, there's no trouble when there's base. B-E-I-S. Shay Mitchell's amazing luggage brand. So check it out, Base. You guys always ask me about the code. It is Base Travel. Their website, travel dot com slash not skinny. And let me tell you a little bit about base because I freaking love it. Um, we're packing in it right now because we're going away for a night again. And it's just so freaking easy. Their carry-ons are beyond perfect. It makes traveling just great and chic and it's also affordable. And I just love the way it's compartmentalized in there. It makes me feel like an organized packer. There are little zippies where you can put stuff in. There's a laundry bag. I mostly love the cushioned handle. I'm like, my dainty hands cannot be, you know, sans cushion. And I just feel like you pack so neatly in it and it fits so much. And it's just perfect for when you travel. It's just an amazing carry on. And Shay Mitchell, I mean, did you meet anybody more fashionable? She knows what she's doing. She makes sleek, affordable bags, luggage, and accessories, and they really help you travel effortlessly while looking fashionable. Thank you very much right now base is offering my listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting base travel.com slash not skinny. Go to base travel.com slash not skinny for 15% off your first purchase. That's base travel B E I S travel.com slash not skinny. You guys don't miss out. It's Macy's friends and family sale Tuesday. June 6th to Monday, June 12th. That's a whole week where you can get an extra 30% off designers that rarely go on sale like DKNY, Calvin Klein, Coach, and Guess. And you could get 15% off beauty favorites like MAC, Marc Jacob, Urban Decay, and more. So if you go to Macy's.com and you want the discount, use the promo code friend. Some exclusions apply. See Macy's.com for details. And don't forget Father's Day is June 18th. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to do something nice for his. He's been really like spoiling me lately. After my birthday, I was like, OK, I need to be sweeter and do great things. But then some of you told me also like you do great things for him all year. And I was like, you know what? Yes, I do. And I deserve it. But anyway, I still want to kind of spoil him for Father's Day. So Macy's got you covered because they have the Macy's gift finder. So if you already know your dad's or your husband's favorite cologne, favorite workout gear, or the watch he's been eyeing, shop by your gift category. And then you could just go by that. Or you could shop by gift lists. Macy's has unique curated gifts like for the grill master, for the gamer dad, for the sports fanatic. So go to Macy's.com slash gift finder to make this father's day an especially memorable one. I just saw you went to your first Coachella. Yeah, baby. First of all, respect that it took you so long. Because oh like, in my mind, I'll never go. But maybe have I'll... Have you ever gone? No. See, that was me. I was like, there's just no...
0: This does not seem appealing to me. And yeah. again, this is another New York situation where yeah. it's my unpopular opinion. Yeah. I just... I prefer concert. You know, but Coachella is like a lot of people lot. and it's like a lot in his drive. But my friend, Diljit Dosanjh was like making history as like one of the first Punjabi artists to ever perform. And I was like, I have to make the trek and I have to support. And I maintain that... His show was amazing because Punjabi people are lit and they were like dancing and going buck. But every other show I went to, I felt like the audience is like kind of like very mellow and like a little cool to dance. And I was like one of the only ones dancing, and some I was
1: like, "Did you go for one day or for all the days?" I literally went for five hours. Okay, I feel yeah. like if anything, that's the way to do it. Hundred percent. It was a lot of driving, but I stand by. I stand by my decision. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was. cool. It was a super cool experience though. So the artist is your friend. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I think I like, I would like Punjabi music. You ever, yes, you would. Like I would Punjabi like, music's amazing. Yes, it, you're like killing it. That's, that's exactly what, you're killing it. I am.
0: I feel like I got it. Yeah, that's, okay. that's the hardest part. So you know that for <laughs> sure. <laughs>
1: no, honestly, when you posted that, I was like, okay, this looks fun. It's exactly what you're saying because like my reference pick to you saying that people don't dance is I posted, you know, how Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny are dating. Yeah. So there was like video of her dancing to his music. And I was like dancing yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like it was very mel. Yeah, it was like head totally. like head is swaying. Yeah.
0: I'm a dancer. If I'm going, I want to dance. Oh, you're da- I want oh, to a dancer
1: Add it to the list <laughs> and musician. I, I can I can rap a little here and there. You're annoying. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and you have a sister, right? And she also do. does YouTube.
0: Yes. So actually, it's it's a funny thing. So my sister, I used to follow her for most of my life. She has a psychology degree. I got a psychology degree at the same university. And then once I started making YouTube videos pretty late into my career, she then started making YouTube videos. So we've like had this really cool relationship where she's inspired me. I've inspired her. And we kind of like go back and forth like that.
1: So you don't have like sister like jealousy? No, I want my
0: sister to win at everything she does. That's so cute. of She just started a new business as well. And I'm I'm here's my thing. What's the age difference? Six years.
1: You're, she's it? older she's older here's
0: the thing i really believe in helping people achieve their dreams and and tap into their superpowers because i believe it makes the world a better place i think if we all tapped into our superpower and did what we were meant to do on this planet we'd all benefit from it so if someone comes up to me and goes i have a dream and i have an idea like give me guidance i'm so willing to give people advice and guidance if i have it to offer because like we're all going to benefit from that happy yeah. people you know like
1: i saw someone say once like her win is not your loss totally I I fully believe that. But like that's it's hard. People don't always remember that. And the jealousy. Are you so instilled with that belief that you don't get competitive with like other YouTubers? And I used to. I used to. And without going into too much detail. You know, I'm also a
0: really big believer of gender equity and women's empowerment. So like I always have to catch myself when I'm doing that thing where I'm like, oh, no, that woman has that. Yeah. Because like we naturally are taught to be that way. Yeah. And I've always tried to catch myself to the point where. There has been a few people that like, regardless of me and her, our teams and the the community would always put us against each other. And like in the last year, I literally was sat someone's house and I was like, "We're gonna have a heart to heart." And I took her into the corner of the thing. We had a heart to heart. We're like both are crying crap, and
1: we just like oh, and before you both felt like there was never any
0: tension, but there was always just like everyone. Feeding stuff into us as to why we should compete, mm. and I was like, "I'm not subscribing to this anymore."
1: I want every other Dying to other know who it workout. is will like really annoy you later. The TED Talk, by the way, which yes. I watched and was so great. It was a year ago. Yeah. How did you get that opportunity? Well, Ted approached me. Yeah, there's a TED like. There's a TED like. Is it man? No, not a TED.
0: <laughs> no, there's not a man named Ted.
1: <laughs> there is a committee of people. Okay, you literally said. Okay. Okay. Okay, I'm a well, blonde. That's a sketch Naturally, right I'm there. Crying. That is a sketch yes, right there. Yeah. No, So, TED
0: committee approached me, <laughs> asked me. And here's the thing. Every once in a while, an opportunity comes your way where you're like, the easy thing to do here is to be like, absolutely not. I'm not doing this thing. Because it's work. Because it's so stressful. Yeah. And every part of my body was like, say no. Say no. This is so stressful. Did they tell you like, what they wanted to be about? So you kind of workshop it with them. You tell them some interest areas and then they workshop it with you. Every part of my body was like, say no say no, you're throwing up in your mouth already. Say no. But I was like, because of, of that, I have to do it. Mm. I have to say it was the most uncomfortable thing like, in terms of like stepping out of my comfort zone. People don't know this, but TED Talks are completely memorized. There is no prompter it is completely you. It is the most nerve wracking thing ever to the point where like there is a little community of TED speakers that like will be your support during this. I messaged my friend who did TED Talk, Justin Baldoni, and I was like, walk me through this is like what time are you doing it I'm scheduling it my calendar to pray for you he was like a whole thing it's just so stressful it was like what it was 19 minutes my TED talk was like 19 minutes of memorization stats facts all
1: and, the and clickers that, of
0: course because I was the idiot work. that was like they fully asked me, You know, this is my problem they asked me this a month before do you want us to handle the click I'm like no I'm gonna click I'm gonna
1: click I'm gonna memorize and then I also was like I want props. no but I think that's a good thing you did it because imagine like you don't want that because then they have to click and then you're thinking if they're clicking, you already knew when. The Let click me tell was you gonna some come.
0: behind the scenes tea that I don't think I've ever said in any podcast or interview. So you don't see people's mess ups because edited, but I did mess up. I completely forgot one slide moved on. And this is exactly how I handled it. I looked at the screen. So I missed it. I went, oop, forgot that slide. I'm going to rewind. <laughs> That's literally what I did. That is literally you what I did. did I, like, I literally did that. And then I moonwalked. I was like, <laughs> that is the choice I made. On the TED Talk stitch. <laughs> wait. So they don't keep it in? Why no. didn't they keep it in? Because it's like I, yeah, it that like, was just for the audience there. But did they laugh? Everyone laughed. Was it a
1: good audience? Like were... totally,
0: the audience is so super supportive because they know how stressful it is. Yeah, so they really
1: tried to. How be big supportive. is the audience?
0: I think the audience was like. Here's the truth. I don't remember, so I'm going to say 500 people.
1: <laughs> I feel like that's <laughs> a lot. I feel like it was like I don't know. I don't remember, but it was 2,000 people. <laughs> I don't remember. So you decide you end up doing about gender. Yes, That chip on my shoulder is definitely gender. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it was a really, really powerful talk. And what we just talked about, which was not even about your TED talk, was kind of Mm -hmm. your TED talk. That is I'm living it. I love that. It's not just something I say, like I'm really trying to it starts at
0: home with like women empowerment. And I know it's so instilled in us to hate. And so I really try to.
1: Reflect and meditate. And you literally on that. started from birth. You were like, I was born, because mm-hmm. you were born in India.
0: No, I was born in Toronto. Oh, you but were my born parents in Toronto are from India. Yeah. So the story is that my my great grandparents in India really were disappointed that my mom had a second daughter in me. And so they were like, it's not worth calling home about. Because, you know, in Indian culture and many other cultures around the world, a son is like the prize yeah. thing. So because I was a second daughter, I was a very big disappointment when I was born. And so I kind of felt that energy throughout my upbringing in small, small ways, like, I used to whistle a lot growing up. Girls aren't supposed to whistle. Girls aren't supposed to do this. This is what a girl's supposed to do not. And my whole life has just kind of been like pushing up against that and pushing the boundaries of what that means. And also you
1: talk a lot about your, the late night show that Mm -hmm. you got. Late, Mm -hmm. what was it called? Late? A little late. A little late. A little a lot late. Yeah, yeah, not a little a lot late. (laughs) (laughs) A little a lot late. (laughs) Change of title. Yeah. A little a lot late. Mm -hmm. So you're 34 years old right now. You already had two seasons. Yep. Of a talk show, Mm -hmm. of a late night fucking talk show. Two seasons
0: of a talk show and then the following two years of therapy.
1: (laughs) To to, to do with two years of the late show, correct. Okay. (laughs) How did that come about,
0: the talk show? So I got approached about it as well. And I don't know if I've... You're getting a lot of exclusives here, baby. What do we say? Here we go. We make each other comfortable. I feel that. Now I got to get some exclusives out of (laughs) you. So they approached me and asked me to do it. And I'm going to be honest. I did not really grow up with late night television. A lot of people asked me like, oh my God, did you grow up watching it and it was always your dream? I didn't watch it be- simply because my parents didn't watch it in the house because they couldn't relate to it. Like my parents never watched late night because they were like, it's not our vibe. We never we don't understand anything that's going on. Right. World, right.
1: Like the jokes. Super, and stuff. super.
0: It's also super, super white. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so when I got approached about it, I was like, this is not really my dream. I actually said no. I said no to the opportunity. And it kept s- staying in my mind. I was like, was well, that the right choice? And I was very on the fence. And then it came back to me again a couple weeks later. And I was like, OK, wait. The universe is trying to tell me something here. Like I, this is for it to come back around again. And then I did some research. I talked to some people and I was like, oh, this could be a really historic thing that happens. And I would love to push, like I said, push those limits of what's possible. So I said, yes, I got thrust into this world. That is no amount of words I can tell you will explain how chaotic. And striking. did it film here in New York? It filmed in L.A. OK, I was yeah. like that. Is that why you hate New York? No, it's not that okay. <laughs> so we filmed in L.A. And listen, I can say. Do I regret it? Absolutely not. I learned so much. I believe I can do, I truly believe I can do any schedule and anything now after that show because that schedule was ruthless.
1: What was it, like 96 shows and... Three months.
0: Yeah. So it was like two, three shows a day.
1: I was also writing on it. And what you said in your talk, like it didn't make sense because you were like... Late night like, shows exactly. are usually timely yes. and you had to record right. so many. So because like our budget
0: was so small, we had to bank shoot. we like would shoot all 96 episodes in three months. But, you know, other talk shows, late night shows, they're shooting live or the day of. So it's timely. Right. So my show was the only show that's like had a live audience. I'm talking about making out with people and on vacation. And there's a literal pandemic happening while pandemic that airs. Pandemic. So like people kept sense. tweeting me being like, why do you have a live audience? Why? I'm like, we pre-taped it months ago. Oh. yeah so all those episodes became kind of like irrelevant to the times oh yeah. do you feel like that had an effect on like the success of I the think show there's a lot of things that had an effect on the success of the show to be honest like I said I don't regret it I learned a lot and it did really help my career but I also learned a very valuable lesson from that experience which was it is so the importance of fun really gets underestimated in our industry sometimes But I learned from that show, I will never do another project if I can't be like, yo, all that work was a lot of fun. Like, Mm. I cannot sacrifice that. I have worked hard enough where I don't have to sacrifice that anymore. Yeah. And I feel comfortable saying that.
1: You feel like you sacrifice that there? I feel
0: like in my past, I've sacrificed on a lot of projects where I'm like, this is really good for my career and it's really good for all these reasons, but it makes me miserable. But that makes it worth it because of all these other reasons. Yeah. I just think I'm at a point now in my life where I believe projects exist that can accomplish both. Yeah. Like, if I'm going to work 14, 15 hours on set, that's a lot. Yeah. At least... I should be able to go home and be like, that was awesome. Right. You know, or else why even are we doing? So were you a little relieved when it was? I I was a little. relieved. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, it was, you know, a bittersweet thing. But I think I was definitely relieved. And now everything I'm working on is just I have so much fun doing it.
1: If it came back around, like, let's revisit. We'll call it a little. (laughs) No, I don't think I would do it. Really? No. Hmm. Would you do daytime? Like a la Kelly Clarkson. Honestly, you know what it is? Let me be
0: honest with you. I would just know the right questions to ask this time. Mm. You know, I like I said, for me doing late night, it was the first time I'm being thrust into this industry I know nothing about. I would ask a whole different gang of questions to determine my answer.
1: Mm. I
0: would need to know what resources there were. I would need to make sure that they are resources that make sense because forget me. Like, let's take me out of the equation. When you have a show like that, that it doesn't have the budget and doesn't have anything it's also the crew it's the writers it's everyone else involved that it's really tough on them yeah like my writers room was half the size of any other late night show but they got to write almost the same amount of material so like how is that fun and fair to them yeah. for them to show their best work also so like no one So I feel like it doesn't set anybody up for, uh, it doesn't set anybody up for success yeah. I don't think that's fair
1: like, you have to have, like, morale in right. like what you're doing.
0: Totally. You have to believe in
1: what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, and right? have, like, the motivation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You talk a lot or a fair amount about, like, your mental health mm-hmm. stuff. Like, depression. Yeah, yeah. And the spider thing. I've never had someone say depression and the spider thing. <laughs> but, yes, they're they're on par for me. Correct? Wait, so if there was a spider here. <laughs> Is there a spider here? No. Okay. It would freak you out?
0: I, do, I would not enjoy that. No, I would not enjoy How that. Did the
1: spider thing even come out okay, so
0: here's the thing I think it might have come from the fact that when I was really young I yeah. went to my cousin's house and I was trying to hang with the older cousins and be cool and they're like alright sick we're watching it the movie it and I was like I can hang and so I'm scared of spiders and like also kind of scared of clowns okay. so I feel like they it all came from terrifying. that that's what I'm saying and I think I was like four or something hello parents where were you <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay and I think I watched that movie and I don't know what it. I don't know what it is it's to the point where and please don't test this I don't even want to hear the names of spiders, nor do I want to see pictures or anything because what happens is I actually like will wake up in the middle of the night seeing it. Oh, wow. Like, and it's like it messes with my mind and I'm not trying to like do all that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I have it too.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Do you get diagnosed officially? No, I don't. Oh, okay. No,
0: but I just like, like if there's a spider over there in the room, I could probably like be like, I just don't want to see it. Oh, okay.
1: She's but, like, chill. people Arach- that try to like
0: Okay, yeah. I just yeah, I just don't want to like sometimes people try to prank me and stuff, and I actually genuine that was actually the one rule on my late night show. I was like I am not anything me. you guys do any prank really do not mess with spiders and bugs with me do
1: not and they still did it and I genuinely
0: got mad oh they still yeah, did it. they still
1: did it And I, I got mad that episode oh my god but that's like the one thing well I guess you would trust them but I guess if you go on like a reality show whatever you tell them they'll end up doing yeah. if you're going the bachelor and you're like the one thing I don't want to do they'll yeah. do it but these are my writers you're <laughs> the people I employ who should know better yeah and what about talking about your mental health like why do you feel like that's important
0: um I mean I think I like to normalize things that feel awkward, not only for other people, for myself. You know, there's so many things in my life I've had a hard time talking about and I've just learned the more you just test, like hone in on that skill a little bit, the easier it gets. So it's a a form of self-medicating also, but also in the South Asian community and a lot of other cultures, there's just so much taboo around it, so much. And it's such an issue in in, in a lot of communities. Right. And I just feel like I want to be the person that could encourage someone to talk about it.
1: Yeah. And do do you feel like you're doing that? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think so. I've had a lot of people come up
0: to me and tell me that, you know, I only I only started going to therapy because you talk about it a lot. Yeah. or Like my parents actually like don't understand. But i seeing your videos. They're kind of understanding.
1: I want to know about your parents and like how they took this whole thing from the beginning, like yeah, when yeah. you started doing the YouTube.
0: So, oh, my God, the YouTube. You know I, I, I sound like say, your parents. I was going to say, are you sure you're 34 <laughs> and not 78? When you started the YouTube. When you started the YouTube. <laughs> So my parents, I can never say they were ever unsupportive. They were confused when I first started because they were like, what do you mean you're making YouTube videos? Fair. In 2010, like, come on. My mom is like my best friend. I love her to death. Our relationship is so great. My dad and I are also close, but my dad and I are also strangely competitive with each other. It's like, but it's it's sweet because we're competitive, but every once in a while we'll do things to support each other, but we won't like, for example, my dad supports me. But does that come in the form of him looking at me and saying, good job. I'm proud of you. No, no. This is how my dad chose his support. And this is true till this day. So my dad runs a territory of gas stations in Toronto. He has about like 10 different gas stations. And for years, up until I'm pretty sure this day, his employees are instructed to go into the back office and play my videos, my YouTube videos on the computers and leave them running in the background all day long. So he would just leave my videos running to rack up my views because he believes that like, Aww. no, that's me supporting. Even when I go home to visit my parents, his laptop is always no, open, no and I'll turn on the brightness and it's my videos playing.
1: No. He just has
0: it on on a setting that's like. That is yeah. the cutest it's looking cute. thing So it's ever. so freaking cute, but like that's his way of being like, I'm proud and I want to support you. But he doesn't you. say it. But he doesn't quite have the, I mean, he'll say this
1: to me. Good. Wait, is good like <laughs> good when you is got your ultimate. late night show or good is when you get like I don't even know if I got a good for the late night show to be honest. I think I got I think I got a good for But you like, get it from your mom. You get the hype. My mom,
0: my mom is supportive. But here's the thing. I'm actually kind of grateful that my parents are supportive in the way they are because they're proud, but they're not overly Yeah like, oh my god, you're the greatest thing that's ever
1: happened because they keep me really grounded. Right. And also and that's you're important. you're not as afraid to disappoint them, or but, are you?
0: No, I'm totally terrified.
1: But it keeps me ground <laughs> it keeps you grounded. Don't be crazy. <laughs> it keeps me
0: grounded. The no. last thing you want is your parents to start treating you like you're a celebrity.
1: Yeah. No, what I know like sometimes, though, want. if my mom, like, doesn't get as excited or, like, right. doesn't know, you know, a big guest that I'm having or mm-hmm. something. I'm like, read up. Uh, right. You right. know, <laughs> but, like, we have to accept that, like, yeah. you know, they're not in this world. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, mm-hmm. they can't know all. Do they like the videos about them? They love them. Really? Yeah. Sometimes they help me get they give me jokes for them all the time. So your videos about them all on Because they're not my
0: characters are not even like them.
1: Also. Oh, they're not? No. Oh, so it's not really. Okay. No. So you doing that is you literally filming yourself playing like four or five different characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so much work. No? I used to do it by myself as well before I
0: moved to LA. I used to film it all myself and edit it. Now I have an amazing editor who's in this room shout outs who does it. But yeah, it's it's kind of how my brain works. Like if you we were sitting here right now, for those of you that are watching this on socials, you watch this, like I would know that my mom's here, my dad's here, the uncle's there, I'm there and someone else's here. And then I would be able to, I would put sticky notes with their names and be able to have that conversation. You know?
1: Oh my God. Yeah. Did a lot of your content in the beginning used to be about them? Yeah. A lot of it used to be about my parents' relationships, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So you were really inspired by like how you grew up and shit. Totally. Yeah. I love my culture. I love that. So many of you are like Amanda. Your hair got so long so quickly, and I'm like, "Yeah, I know." And I told you, I have been using Nutrafol, which is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve your hair growth, your thickness, and visible scalp coverage. So when I started taking it, it was because I saw everybody using it, and I was like. And I I kept on DMing the influencers posting it, being like, but does it really work? And they were like, Yes, it really works. So I was like, okay. And you know what? When I got Nutrafol, I looked at the ingredients in the back and I was like, why am I always so hesitant to take supplements when like they're drug free, you know, and it's like you're taking a bunch of vitamins that are good for you. So, like, why the hell not if it'll also give you thicker, healthier hair? Like, you know, after having Noah. I knew there was going to be some postpartum hair loss. I had heard about it. I wasn't that worried about it because I had, I have thick hair, like a lot of hair. But then I was like, wait, it's actually falling out of places that I want the hair to be. So it wasn't as great for me. After starting to use Nutrafol, the little baby hairs started growing back quicker. There was less of like a little bald patch in the front. So that has been really, really great for me. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support my show by going to nutriful.com and entering the promo code not skinny to save $10 off your first month's subscription. This offer is only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. Get $10 off at nutriful.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Promo code is not skinny. Introducing Chamberlain Coffee's new ready to drink collection inspired by Emma Chamberlain's daily cold brew recipe. Chamberlain Coffee just launched four plant based latte flavors in a can available exclusively at Walmart. Shake well and serve cold for the best coffee experience. So, you guys, Chamberlain Coffee, I mean, who doesn't know and love Emma Chamberlain? She's so freaking cool. And she has a brand, a coffee brand called Chamberlain Coffee that is a amazing. And honestly, whenever I watched the videos of her making her coffee at home in her like gorgeous Chamberlain coffee mugs that she has, it always looks so delicious and huge. I'm like, please make one for me. And now she made it for us so easy because they're in a can and they have plant-based milk so I can drink it. Thank you very much, Emma. And they have amazing flavors. They have the cold brew latte, the mocha latte, the cinnamon bun latte, and the vanilla latte. I actually really enjoyed the mocha latte. It just reminded me of like childhood, but with coffee and you guys, I freaking love coffee. What can I do? And now you can take your favorite cold brew latte on the go anytime, anywhere. It's so good. And the ingredients are actually great too. So love to hear it for a limited time. My listeners can get a free chamberlain coffee latte when they purchase a can terms and conditions apply. Visit chamberlaincoffee.co slash not skinny fur offer details details chamberlaincoffee.co slash not skinny for offer details in 2018 Mm -hmm. you took a little bit of a break from youtube Mm -hmm. why was that it's a lot yeah it's a lot
0: here's the thing when you are a content creator and i'm sure I actually don't call myself a content creator anymore because Neither. I feel like I do more, <laughs> more TV and film Multi-hyphenate stuff. is yeah, the new. multi-hyphenate, yes. Multi-hyphenate. I still really like making content, but when I was doing, you know, in 2018, when I was doing YouTube the way I was, it's so all-encompassing. Like, it is so every part of your life because there's no boss telling you what you need to do. There's no hours. It just takes over your life so completely. And in 2018, I kind of hit this point where I was like, dude, the lines are blurring between content and real life and, like, real interactions. I just had to take a step back. Because I still really like real life. Yeah. I, real life is dope. Yeah. People aren't yelling at each other randomly in real life,
1: unless <laughs> you're in New York. Aren't yelling at each <laughs> other randomly in real life. So I just, I re- needed to be reminded of the difference. Did you change like anything though, aside from taking the break and coming back? When you came back, we were like, okay, I'm going to do a little bit less. I'm going to be a little bit on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like-
0: I think so. Yeah. I think I just kind of took the pressure off myself a little bit. Mm. to be Because one of the challenges I had was, I had done a certain type of content for so long and people tried to pigeonhole me into that. Being like, we want this, we want this. But my, me as an artist was like, I wanted something else. Yeah, I else." like you're else. growing. Exactly. I want it. So I think what I did during that break is really give my permission, give myself the permission to say, you're allowed to grow. Yeah. You're allowed to try different things.
1: I need to step back. For was the different things TikTok? <sighs> yeah, the so side so I've been waiting thing. for. Yeah. I was so
0: anti- anti-TikTok because I was like, is this another thing? I know.
1: I can't. Yeah.
0: So I got my team for many years to just syndicate my content onto TikTok. And it didn't really perform well. In the past month, I have decided that I'm going to use TikTok myself. So the past month, I have been how's myself. that been going? To and the reason I did it is because I was like, stop making this a thing. It doesn't need to be your job. It doesn't need to be that now that you need a strategy. Just have fun. So now I've just been having fun on TikTok. And it is fun. Yeah. But I still don't have TikTok on my phone oh i will have another phone that because I, I don't want to the number one thing i don't want to be is the person that's just scrolling all day long i like real life yeah i still maintain you scroll I do. instagram i try not to really and when i when i discover that i am scrolling mindlessly i delete the app off my phone really yeah. i don't want to be that person that's just ignoring the people around me and scrolling and like yeah. catch myself doing that yeah. i delete the app
1: TikTok still scares me so let me know how it yeah. i mean here's the thing what you said is so true when you were syndicating it it's like, okay, you're doing it kind of to like, mm-hmm. you check know, a box, check, yeah. check a box. Mm-hmm. But like, as you know, mm-hmm. everything you've done thus far, you've done, you put yourself all in it right. to win it. Well, and then also, you won it.
0: It's also, for me, one of the reasons I made the change was community. I believe in the power of community and like connecting with people. Yeah. And I can't connect with people from just syndicating my content. So now, right. even if it's like me just being like, hey, I'm in New York doing this podcast. that's really cool. That's still in. It's not the best piece of content that has all the bells and yeah. whistles.
1: That's not the purpose of TikTok for me. Do you it's get, though, like inundated with thoughts of like likes and views? And because you have 15 million subscribers mm-hmm. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's like a ton of fucking subscribers. <laughs> yeah. So do you have that in your mind still of like likes, comments? Like do you I've get- had to unlearn it. I yeah. don't think about it as much as I used
0: to when I was making YouTube videos. And that literally was your life, my livelihood, because that would actually then translate into like money. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. But now I, I every once in a while it gets my brain, but I not as much anymore. Yeah. Because I got other things, other things going on. You, you know, got people, a people lot like of other real things. life.
1: A lot of other things going on.
0: Yeah. I can tell by all your freaking cue cards that you're so freaking prepared for. I freaking love you.
1: <laughs> you do. You're so prepared.
0: I love. I mean, yeah, people. I want to be prepared, you know. So prepared. Oh, soccer. Yes. I am part owner of L.A.'s women's soccer team, Angel City. So that happened already. That started. They're playing. They're in their second season right now. Last year was their inaugural season. That's such a big word. I just use. Oh my god! Are you an but athlete? Yes. Every time people come to a soccer game with me, they're like, "All right, so what's the deal? Tell me stats." And I have Wait, to tell them, "Are you them, a soccer girl?" I don't know anything about <laughs> soccer. I have to tell them that I don't know. Every time I walk into yeah. that stadium, I'm like, "Which way are we running?" So how did this happen then? Just because it happened because women. Yeah. Because they approach me and they're like, "It's a women's soccer team. We're trying to revolutionize women in sport." And I was like, "Done. I'm down." Because it's about women. I'm down. But I know nothing about the sport. The amount of times I've accidentally cheered the wrong reasons are <laughs> immense like the last game they scored on us and I was like yeah and they're like no a wrong like, oh. goal because at halftime we switch running it's it's a whole thing
1: they switch sides when they're running but are you did you get into it
0: oh I'm so into oh, you're it under so every game all the players know as well They're like, you come into the game because I'm like the hype Wait, woman. it's a
1: new team that you created or is it a, a team yes that I, I personally <laughs> I personally they auditioned for me I did not even know the word audition <laughs> tried out they tried out for me they, they tried no yeah. I'm just one of the investors no, that's yeah. so fucking cool. And by the way, Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. owns like oh, yeah, a team the same. now. The same. No, you're the same. It's we're what the I'm waiting. We actually, we've actually, we've actually DM'd about it. Whatever, it doesn't matter. See? Yeah. So that's the connection I'm making. Yeah. He invested or owns a team, mm-hmm. co-owns. Mm-hmm. And they fucking did a really big thing now that we probably both don't know what they did. But they did a, they elevated, they, something happened with his <laughs> team. <laughs> I believe you. I believe you. Did you not see? No. You should have DM'd him about it. Okay.
0: Was saying what, you graduated did something. something. You, did something to team. you elevated and graduated your team. Is that what? T- hey Ryan. So I heard today that you graduated your, your I'm team. I'm telling you,
1: something huge happened. Your team. A Gemini ben. told me earlier today that you Evan graduated your Wait, team. Wait, did you watch Ted Lasso? Did I watch? I live Ted Lasso. You I love live? Ted Lasso. So remember, they did the thing that they used- <laughs> What is what is the thing that you're talking about? Like when they go into the better league, I think. So, I, okay. Premier you know more than, than me. You fucking Premier invested league. in a team. And then they, but that's, you're talking about a different league entirely. You're talking about in England. So what? It's still soccer. No, I don't. Okay. You're asking the there's wrong like, person. I there's don't There's like first league, second league. Okay. This is news to me. Also, we didn't talk about the fact that when you started on YouTube, you went as Superwoman. Yeah. Two. No. There was like a. I, I, Superwoman. I. I. <laughs> All my blonde moments are real. <laughs> We're getting this in post like your TED dog. We're rewinding it. I love <laughs> it. You should use it. I think it's amazing. <laughs> I highly highly suggest superman, it. I woman, superwoman. I superwoman, I no, I, I superwoman, I, I, I superwoman, I, I, no, I, I, stop two eyes, superwoman, <laughs> two eyes. <I's. laughs> this, oh, I, I superwoman, <laughs> and then you changed it. I did that's a big deal. I feel like
0: I changed it to my name, I know because I didn't want to get. So when I made my YouTube channel, I was like, what cool name? I love the song Lomo featuring Fabulous from Back in the Day. Superwoman it was a rap song. Can you sing it? Do you care about copyright? Should I sing it? <laughs> Save you with my super. Oh, yeah 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You don't know. You're just nodding. That's fine. No, know it. <laughs> okay.
1: The beginning, okay, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. off a little. So I called myself that, testament to the fact that I didn't think it would go anywhere. And then once I started to Realized that when you Googled Superwoman, I would show up before like the character. Oh wow! I was like, oh god. So I proactively got my lawyer to reach out to DC, being like, "Hey, she didn't mean it. Like, let's oh, figure something out." Right. Oh, else. you got scared so of that kind of thing? Yeah, I came up with a deal with them over five years that I had to pay a lot of money. Shut for, the fuck up! But to wean off the name Superwoman to change, but. And I promise I'm not trying Why'd to Why did you
1: proactively reach out to them? Because I didn't want them to discover
0: and sue me for millions and millions of dollars. They were actually, they were actually really cool about it. Because anyone could have sued me for millions and millions of dollars. You know I what mean? I and mean? you had the I.I. though. Damn it, you're no, right. No, but I am right. No, that doesn't matter. Okay. I would wear the t-shirt with the
1: logo and all this stuff. Oh right, my as well. God. So and also so you did just it like, more from, for legal reasons? But also just because like
0: at a certain point in my career, I also wanted people to just know my name. Like I actually felt more powerful with people knowing Lily than Superwoman.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What about my dumb name? You know it. It's not skinny, but not fat. It's super dumb. I think it's amazing. Do you? I got emails all the times with all the things I'm doing, and this
0: is the one that I asked for. I was like, Oh, this is interesting. What's? This Shut like? the fuck up. Yeah. So it
1: gives you like yeah. a little bit of a. 100. percent. It's not boring. I like it.
0: So I should keep it. Yeah, I think so. And I, I, I mean, if I say change, are you going to do that?
1: Well, I would take your advice seriously. Oh my god. No. Your multi. Your multi. I think it's great. Don't you remember? I think it's great. No, I'll tell you why it's interesting though, because you changed your name. Yeah. In the middle of a really, really successful career, and you're yeah. still okay. Till this day, people still come up to me and call me super. I could, see, like I could that, see yeah. that though, because yeah. people that know you from oh, them, yeah, no, I mean, oh, geez, that. I mean, OGs. That then mind. you're like, OG. Oh, yeah. So tell me about everything going on now, because there is a lot. One of them you're going to be in Disney Plus's Muppets and Mayhem. Is it? It's a voiceover situation, right? No, baby. And everybody thinks like I get Muppets, but I'm I'm the hu- I'm a human on the show. You're a
0: human on the show. I'm a human. On the show. Wait. Yes, there's four humans. Yeah. And then the, everyone else is a Muppet. But yes, I am. the. That's I'm, so I'm not playing cool. A Muppet. Yeah. So what's your character? My character is called Nora Singh. And she works in the music industry. She's not too happy with where she is right now. She's like trying to climb the ladder. So she finds the electric mayhem. And she helps. Them, she's trying to help them make their first album. But they're crazy and wild. And she's trying to wrangle them. And it's a lot of fun.
1: Oh my God, that it's sounds fun. so fun. It's so
0: freaking fun. It is one of the most fun things I've ever done. This is an example of the shoot days are really long. Because shooting with Muppets... There's so many technicalities and things that make it so hard to shoot with muppets, but 15-hour days. I would drive home being like, I, I hope I can do this every Did day. Did shoot in LA? Yeah. So you could go home every so day too. Fun. I used to ask you this: what? like, you know that you look like Aubrey Plaza? Like, you know this, right? Really? I don't get told that. Like, you look exactly like
1: her. Okay. Or she looks like you rather. Really? Yeah. I don't get told that. What? Yeah. Go I look love over her, there. Though. Go look over there right now. Like, you guys, you're not you, know, you know, seeing do this? I look what like I'm seeing? Aubrey Plaza? Yeah. 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 I get.
0: How do really? you not get that? I don't. People I People are like, crazy. Everyone in I your life like, is doing you dirty right now. Really? Everyone in your life is doing you dirty. If they're not telling you you look like Abby Plaza or that she looks like you, they're not your real friends. You shouldn't get rid of them. You should get rid of them right now.
1: They'll tell me like Margot Robbie, you know, Angelina Jolie. No, okay, no. Okay, they're good friends. I'm kidding. I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. Muppets, mayhem, yeah. Muppets and mayhem. No, that sounds so fun. But how do you take Muppets seriously when you're acting?
0: So I was a little concerned before I started shooting them. Like, yeah. I have to treat like, them like real people. And then when I got there, it was actually it would have been harder to not treat them like real people because they're just so talented and good at them. And a lot of the times on the set, I can't see the human at all because of the way the set is like designed. So I only see a moving Muppet that's talking to me. And because the dialogue, it's like not a kid's show, right? It's like real heart, real dialogue, real emotions. I consider them real people. When I go on set, I will say hi to the Muppet performer and then I will say hi to the
1: Muppet. Right, because whoever's doing the Muppet is like an actor. Yeah, they're they're so talented also. That's so cool. amazingly talented. So how are you feeling with acting right now? Is that something you want to pursue? I love it so
0: much. Yeah? I love it. And from the late night show, I also learned that like, I don't mind interviewing here and there for the right thing, but I prefer acting.
1: I like scripted stuff. I like character. Yeah. So I,
0: I had a blast.
1: And you're also doing another YouTube series called Mindful Adventures in Unicorn Island. Yes, that is a kids animated show.
0: It's my company, Unicorn Island Productions with Headspace. And it is a animated kids show where Lily who has the stresses of her everyday life at school, learns how to meditate. When she meditates, she goes into the crazy world of Unicorn Island. Aww. And so it teaches kids like mindfulness technique through this like crazy wacky world.
1: Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's really cool. And it's, it's like a kid show. It's a kid show, but honestly,
0: I've watched every episode to give it notes and the entire adult production team is like, this has helped me so much. Because when you're watching it, you can't help but do the mindfulness exercise too. Like you're just watching, right, you're doing it oh my subconsciously God. and it's just been the greatest joy in the middle of my day to have to watch these episodes to give notes on them. And I'm just like,
1: oh, I'm like so doing great. the
0: exercises
1: and it's it's really cool. And do you have a thing with unicorns? I do love unicorns. You love because it. Because I am a unicorn. And you love like super, like you're, you're in this. I like the like wacky kind of extraordinary. Yeah. Lives, and you yeah. are a unicorn. Yeah, baby. Okay. That's my zodiac sign. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you said that on like a first date.
0: It's just like so, 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 just so. Like, yeah
1: unicorn? unicorn like super seriously yeah, totally. I feel like that would be hot I'm into it okay <laughs> I was gonna say that like you don't talk about your dating life but anyway we're about to wrap up anyway okay. and you don't that's is something that, you keep is that private. your way of saying
0: like we're gonna wrap up unless you want unless to. Here's, here's the thing yeah. so much of my life yeah
1: is out in the public I need some things for myself so if you had like a long-term rel- relation mm-hmm. you would be opposed to posting it I or do you think, think, think about you, it you, think about it i would
0: think about it yeah i don't have any rules like that where like i will do this and won't do this i just want to make sure that i have some
1: some essence of you date of a private someone life. in the industry maybe would you date someone out of the industry yeah maybe Okay, totally i'm not i'm not super yeah. constricted to industry or not industry yeah yeah, yeah yeah i feel you what are you watching right now on tv okay that's how we really judge you i
0: i know everyone and their mother is watching love is blind and well, literally no, everyone
1: and their mother finished Love is Blind. OK,
0: I've never seen that show, but okay. everyone
1: around me talks about it. Yeah.
0: And I feel like I have to watch it. Its I know. Entirety, you because do. I, I'm, I'm actually losing friends. Like people are like, <laughs> well, you can't hang with us because you don't know what we're talking about. I know. I like shows that are like, okay. so I love Ted Lasso. We talked about this. Mm-hmm. Yellow Jackets. Oh, how is season two? The first episode I was a little. Did you? I like it. The- I like it. I think it's like a weird show that I'm in No, I
1: loved season one. Mm-hmm. Season two started and I was like, what's going on? She's it. in a cold. Like- so here's
0: the thing I think the show's going to do. I think a whole bunch of weird stuff is going to keep happening and they're never going to explain it. That's literally <laughs> what
1: the show's going to be like. Now it's
0: what You know what I Tomorrow can't it'll get Arians. out of my it's head? It and it's never going to be
1: explained. You know what I can't get out of my head ever since season one? I have it stuck in my head like Taissa eating dirt. Just like a yeah, look yeah. in the darkness. Oh, that gets, and way, I- it gets way worse. Oh, she eats more dirt? Yeah, Thaisa Taissa eats okay. lots
0: of dirt. But yeah, so Yellow Jackets, I watched Shrinking on Apple, oh, which is amazing. Jason I love that show. Yes, yeah, so good. So good. What else am I oh, watching? She loves Apple TV. Okay, okay. Oh, my God. Do I need to make it sound much- Oh, no, no, no. I also watched <laughs> my girl, Kerry Washington's new show. What's her name? Unprisoned
1: show? On, on Hulu. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, she yeah. looked great at the Met.
0: Yeah, yeah. I feel like I just keep just keep looking at me and nodding because I need to mention something Disney+. Plus.
1: Oh, the Kardashians. <laughs>
0: Keep nodding. At okay, me. Disney Plus. Keep nodding. Like one. I ooh, I love the Marvel series. All the Marvel series. I love Are the they? Marvel series. Yeah, the Marvel series. The Marvel series on Disney Plus. I love. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So when does Muppets of Mayhem come out? Muppets Mayhem premieres May tenth. And I actually do love all the Marvel series. It's on my vision board to be in a Marvel series. So oh, Disney, amazing. if you're listening, and why, well, I know you like to listen to this podcast, Disney. So I mean, they kind of do like me. Yeah, listening. Marvel. I'm just saying, I'll let your girl. Listen, she's all about that life. She's was superwoman. That's what I'm saying. I pitched that to DC too. I was like, "You sure you don't want to do something together?" I'm just saying. I love sure? that you did that. I did, and they were like, See? "Stop using our name. Get out of our office." <laughs> get, let's collab. Yeah.
1: collab for collab. Yeah, that's what I was promo saying. Promo for promo. Yeah, collab. <laughs> collab post. No, no. Collab. Lily, thank you so much for <laughs> thank coming on. You You're so a much. gem. You're a gem. Not a Gemini, but a gem. You're a gem. And I still Thanks like you, you a lot. Me. Thank you on this amazing podcast with the.